Welcome to The Skin Reel, your guide to all things skincare, skin health, beauty, and more, curated by dermatologists and true skin experts. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Alice Mina. I'm a double board certified dermatologist and dermatologic surgeon with over a decade of clinical experience. If you're looking for real, practical, unhyped skincare guidance and expertise, or you just think the skin is really cool, then you're in the right spot. I'm so glad you've tuned in to The Skin Reel. Now let's dive in because this is how dermatologists talk skin. Hi everyone, quick disclaimer here before we start. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. If you're looking for help on your skin journey, please check out the American Academy of Dermatology's website, aad.org, where you can search their database for dermatologists near you. It is so important that you have someone in your corner who's well-trained, licensed, and board-certified who can help you make decisions when it comes to your skin health. Okay, got it? Great. Now for the fun stuff. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on this week's episode of The Skin Reel. I'm Dr. Mina, and this week's episode is a follow-up to an earlier episode I did all about toxins, the good kind. That was episode number 16, if you haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. And in that episode, I really talk about what botulinum toxin is, how it came to be, how it works, and common places that we use it. On today's episode, I am going to talk about some of the more uncommon places that we can use botulinum toxin, but places that are equally wonderful and amazing. It's just that patients don't typically come in asking for these locations to be treated. And so I find it really important to educate them on, hey, we actually can help you with this or that. They may not even realize that they are making that expression until you point it out to them. So that is why I love some of these more uncommon spots for botulinum toxin even more than the typical ones, which are your scale lines in between your eyebrows, sometimes they're called the 11s, your forehead creases, and then around the eyes. So one of my favorite spots to do botulinum toxin is an area called your DAOs, and that stands for Depressor Angularis Oris. This is a muscle at the corners of your mouth down to your chin and can give you what looks like jowls and also can turn the corners of your mouth down so it appears you are frowning or maybe unhappy when you really aren't. And I like to inject between two and five units of botulinum toxin to that area, and it really helps turn that frown upside down. And this is not an area that patients come in asking for, but it's a very common area that I really like to start treating before those lines get really deep and prominent, because if we can prevent them from forming, it's way better than trying to correct them when they're already there. Now, putting a little toxin in this location is not going to be the equivalent of a lower facelift where it's going to pull that skin extra tight and taut. 
What it's going to do is prevent that muscle, your DAO, from pulling the corners of the mouth down so that they are in a more neutral horizontal position. So that's my number one. I also love that it doesn't take a lot of units to get a lot of bang for your buck. And so that's why I especially love this area as well. While we're talking about the lower face and the mouth, we also can put a little toxin around our lips where we are actually treating the large muscle, your orbicularis oris that goes around your mouth. And as we age, our lips can start to get these vertical lines that project outward from our lips. And sometimes they can be pretty prominent, pretty etched in, especially if patients smoke, they can really become noticeable. And putting a little toxin around the lips can help soften those lines and prevent them if you treat early enough. Another nice perk is that it does make your lips a little bit fuller. And I know on certain social media platforms, this is known as the lip flip. And it's because it will subtly flip your lip out just a little bit to make it look fuller without the need for filler. So again, this is another area that you get a lot of bang for your buck. You do not want to put a lot of units around your mouth because you will have trouble talking and eating. Yes, this is very real. So if you are someone whose livelihood depends on using your mouth, perhaps playing an instrument, perhaps you are a teacher, particularly one who teaches children how to enunciate and pronounce words, you are not going to want to do the lip flip because it will soften those muscles up and you will feel like you can't purse your lips and make some of those sounds. And you may have trouble eating, particularly things like soups and liquids in the beginning. So again, I like to start off with one to four units around the mouth max. You don't need a lot. This is another area where you get a lot of bang for your buck because a very low amount of toxin here can make a big improvement. Just be aware, especially in the beginning, you may talk a little funny and you may have a hard time eating particularly liquids because it will be hard for you to really purse your lips and make a tight seal because that muscle has been partially paralyzed. Another area that I like to treat on the lower face are the muscles of chewing or mastication called our masseters. Those are the big, thick muscles right at the corner of our jaw. And a lot of people will clench and tense their jaw without even knowing it. If you are a night grinder, you are clenching and using this muscle in your sleep. If you have TMJ, your dentist may be doing toxin in this location. Unlike the other areas that we talked about, this site, you do not get a lot of bang for your buck. And that's because this, our masseter muscles are really powerful, strong muscles, and it takes a lot of units to relax them. Sometimes it can take 20 to 40, even 50 units to get the desired result. 
Now, we do inject toxin here for medical issues like TMJ, and we also can inject here to help prevent clenching of the jaws and grinding, and a lot of times this can give people headaches. But we can also use it to slim the jawline. So some patients may feel that they have a very square jawline, and if they are looking to slim that down, then injecting a patient's masseters can slim down the jawline, particularly in female patients. They want a more feminine jawline. They may ask to have toxin here in the masseters. So it can help for medical reasons, but it also can slim the jawline profile. But just remember, unlike the other areas I talked about, it does require a lot of units here, but it definitely works. Another uncommon but really satisfying thing to treat is what's known as a gummy smile. So typically when we smile and we are showing our teeth, we do not see the whole entire top of our upper teeth. Our lips cover a good portion of our upper teeth. But there are some people who have what's known as a gummy smile. And when they smile, their upper lip is pulled up so much that you actually see their gum line when they smile. And this is very easily treated with a couple of units of botulinum toxin. And you can just treat it right at the bottom part of their nostrils because that is where that muscle that's pulling the lip up is located. And here, again, a couple units is all you need to say goodbye to that gummy smile. A lot of times they actually come in asking for filler because they think their lips are too thin. And when I hold up a mirror and talk with them, I can show them that actually it's not that their lip is too thin, it's just that their lip is being pulled up and too high and showing too much of their gum line. Another area that I like to treat with toxin are the nasalis muscles of our nose, which has a really cute term, the bunny lines. Now, these are kind of cute lines. Some patients will have them and they look cute and they don't want them to go away. But it's just another area that if you don't like them or you go to smile and your nose crinkles at the top, we can inject a couple units on either side and that will soften up those muscles right there. Now, I know in episode 16, I talked about treating around the eyes with botulinum toxin, but did you know that you can actually put a very small amount of toxin right in that lower eyelid, just a couple millimeters below the lash line? And by doing that, you are going to get a softening of the lines of the lower eyelid. This is not going to be the same as having a CO2 laser resurfacing of the lower eyelid, but this is a great option for people who are starting to get a little crepiness of their lower eyelids, but they are not quite ready for resurfacing or a lower eyelid tuck. You do have to be careful when you are having this area injected because in patients who are older, they do not have as strong a eyelid snap as younger patients. 
And so when you pull their eyelid down, it will not snap back quite as fast and it actually may stay pulled down. So this isn't an option for every patient. It tends to be a better option for patients who are who are on the younger side with very early creping, just because we don't want to have that eyelid pulled down for several months because that is what's known as an ectropion and you can get dry eyes and other complications. So again, it's helpful in select patients, but not an option for everyone. Another area that I like to do Botox is on the neck. And this is for those bands that you can get as we get older called your platysmal bands. And if you've looked at anyone probably in their 50s and older, you can see these bands that go from the lower jaw down the neck. We can actually inject that with botulinum toxin to soften those bands so that they are not as prominent. They do not look so cord-like and ropey and really soften that up. Again, this is not the same as having a neck lift. You are not going to have tightening of the neck, but it will soften those ropey cords that you can see. This is another area like the masseters where you do need a fairly high number of units to get the desired result. So you are going to be putting down a little more money here than some of the other areas we've talked about to get that desired effect. But it is a great option, particularly before those ropey bands become really, really prominent to start treating them earlier. Another area that we can use botulinum toxin is for excessive sweating. Toxin not only inhibits a muscle from firing, but it can also decrease sweating. So this can be used for patients who have what's known as hyperhidrosis. Most commonly, this occurs in the armpits where someone is just sweating to the point of really limiting their activities and what they can do and what they can wear. And this can really be a game changer for patients. It typically requires a full 100-unit vial to treat both armpits. So again, it's a little more pricey than some of the other areas we've talked about. But the nice thing is it lasts for months and months and months. And for patients who really have severe sweating, it can be a lifesaver. Now, less commonly, but we can also do it, are for people who have excessive sweating of their palms or their feet. We usually do about 50 units per each hand or foot, and we inject the toxin all along the palms and soles of the feet to prevent those sweat glands from being overactive. All right, well, I just wanted to share with you all some of the lesser known areas where we use botulinum toxin, but areas that can give great results and really can be game changers for patients. Of course, there are tons of medical things that botulinum toxin is used for, from headaches to things like my son had called torticollis, where the muscle is really tight, to many, many, many other uses. It seems like every year, We're finding out more and more ways to use botulinum toxin with great results, very safe, but not always the areas that patients come in asking about. I hope you found this educational and fun. And certainly if you have questions, 
whether you're a good candidate for botulinum toxin, I would encourage you to find a dermatologist who can discuss all of these great treatment options with you. All right, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to The Skin Reel. I hope it's been informative, educational, and perhaps a little entertaining. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe and share with a friend. Don't want to stop your learning just yet? Head on over to theskinreel.com for show notes, blog posts, and so much more. Until next time, skin friends. Skin Reel.